Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, both. I think it's of outreach. So just this week, we did an HBCU virtual job fair. So again, when we talk about social justice, social justice, we're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we know sometimes those students don't have the resources and probably are never thinking about working for a professional mm-hmm. sports team. And so our friends at American Airlines sponsored that, and we were able to provide some education and opportunities about working in sports and then also with American Airlines and other major corporations. My name is Dr. Mark Williams. Welcome to my masterclass. I have a PhD in education from West Virginia University. I have a master's in sport management and an MBA from the University of Massachusetts. I even have an undergraduate degree in sociology from William Patterson University. And currently, I'm the Global Scholar Practitioner at HBCU, Florida Memorial University. But I also work for three of the largest sports brands in the world, Reebok, Champ Sports, and Foot Action, but I can't go anywhere without my Jordan 1s. Join me and my guests as we explore their rise to the top through adversity and challenges. It's time to help you find a hero in you. Welcome to my masterclass. Good afternoon, good evening. I'm not even sure where you are in America, in the world. I have no idea. Welcome to Dr. Mark's Masterclass Podcast. This is my second podcast in the last few months. As many of you know, my mother passed away. Suddenly, mom was here with us for the last nine years, had lupus, cancer, and diabetes. But COVID took out my mother. I'm not happy about that. I don't love I do not like COVID. But, and we have to practice social distancing. You know, typically, I'm inside wearing this joint. But right now, I've gotten practicing social distancing with my amazing guest today. But this right here is going to save your life, my friends. Um, also got vaccinated. How many got vaccinated? I know it's a personal choice. Got my, Moder- my Moderna. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not get vaccinated until my mother was diagnosed with, with, with the deadly disease. I, and I, I just said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I did it. And uh, I don't regret it. I have not been sick at all since the pandemic. The last two years, I've not been sick. And so, and I pray that I will continue not to be sick. I drink my tea every day, thanks to my dear friend from Taiwan over here. She's smiling. You can't see her. Uh, infectious smile. Great tea. But I want to say thank you to Mapsy Sports, who puts this whole thing on, to our fearless leader, Jacob Mile. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And we're powered by Innovation Media Enterprise. Aaron and Sia, thank you for holding me down. Always engage, always making me sound great on a ones and twos. Now, some of you are like, what's the ones and twos? Okay, we ain't talking about no DJ, but he's like a DJ. He's my DJ. He actually makes me sound good. He's a sound engineer, Brother Gage over here. And again, we have a very special guest here today, my amazing AKA sister. People are like, what's AKA? Also known as? No. Alpha Kappa Alpha Swarty Incorporated. Hello. They Come know. on. They know. In the building. <laughs> and everybody don't know. We got to educate these cats in here. Our vice president of the United States of America is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha yeah, Sorority Incorporated. They, yeah, but some people just don't know. We got to educate. They know today. Until today, we got to educate some folk. So we've got the vice president of social responsibility and the executive director of the Dallas Wings Community Foundation. The Dallas Wings is a basketball team. Of the WNBA. That's right, here in Dallas. And she is the former vice president of social responsibility for Panther Lacrosse Club. We're going to talk about that. That's kind of an interesting jump. The owner of Photo Booth, very interesting. I got a chance to see her 
do her thing as a CEO uh, photo booth because she was in the very first game I went to of the uh, Dallas Wings this year. She was, you know, kind of doing the thing. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. We're going to talk about that as well. And she was a former director of leadership of the Dallas Regional, Regional Chamber. Shout out to my man, Eric Griffin, who also was on the show earlier. So we want to give a great shout out to my dear friend, LaDondra Wilson. What's up? How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Happy to uh, share in, hear from uh, your amazing audience. So thank you for having me. I'm smiling. I'm always smiling, but I got I got to brag on my girl. She bought me a nice gift here. Got the swag over here from Dallas Wings. Let's see what you got me over here. Oh yeah, we got to get in with some okay. wing swag. Uh, some wing swag right here. Got me my thermal cup here to drink my tea in. She didn't know I drink a lot of tea, but I got my. You know what I'm saying? We gonna put this out here. Let everybody know. Show this off over here. Awesome. Put oh, your tea. We got, we got, oh, what, this is pretty dope. What is this right here? It's a rally towel of our new Rebel jerseys. You'll see me ripping oh, the look, shirt, look but this. that is a limited. Edition, okay. uh, Rebel Jersey towel. We're gonna put that here. That's gonna go in my office at Jarvis Christian College. You see Jarvis? Y'all know about Jarvis out there in Hawkins. HBCU. HBCU. And, oh, and I'm gonna put this last. It looks like okay. Then we got something really special here. How about the magazine press. cover? My girl, Arike, my favorite player in the WNBA, Dallas Wings. Okay, Notre Dame star. This is amazing on the cover. This is the first time women have been on the cover? First time WNBA players have been on the cover of wow. Slam. Hot off the press, just got it this week. Wow. Enrique and the team just saw it this week. We're excited. Wow. Several other Dallas Wings players are featured as well. And wow. if you guys know the um, Spelling Bee champ, Zayla, if you open the very back cover, we had her at Dallas Wings game. The first WNBA team to bring her to a game. Go over a couple of more. She also made the inside of Slam Magazine represent oh, the Dallas right. Wings. Yes. Oh, nice. And she's a great ball player, too. Oh, amazing wow. ball player. So she stayed over. Mariah Jefferson is her favorite player. And her and Mo hung out and did some drills after the game. So I was excited to bring her here to Dallas. So Bethany and uh, Diamond DeShields are on the cover. This is awesome. And our own Enrique is on the cover. Now, when am I going to say hello to Enrique? Because that's my favorite player. You know that. You, you got to hurry up because she'll be out of the country soon. Okay. So we're going to make that happen. You heard it first here. But this right here, I got an autographed copy of the Dallas Business Journal, 40 Under 40. Our very own LaDondra's on the cover. This is so dope. And she signed it for me. <laughs> this is so dope. You're on the cover. I'm on the cover. How did you it's, feel about it's, this? It's crazy. I'm still actually shocked. We I wow. walk around town and people actually recognize me, which is cool and scary at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what, what, what is that like walking around town and people are like, oh, I don't know if it's all that, but it's definitely like, hey, were you on that cover? So I'm joined with, of course, two other members of cohort, but yeah, 40 amazing leaders. I'm just happy to be in the number only person from a sports team. So that's super exciting. And, and did ever people ever walk down in Dallas and say, can we touch your hair? Can we touch your hair? You see how lovely your uh, hair we, we don't play those games. <laughs> 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 that may be a question, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Okay, so when I met you, we met, my goodness, about four or five months ago. Yeah. And we had, I had an opportunity to go to UNT's University of North Texas. They had a boot camp for the graduate school. And our dear friend invited us, Bob here, Dr. Hare, invited us. And we had a chance for the whole weekend to engage with the amazing students, the graduate students in sport management at UNT. It was a boot camp sponsored by the Dallas Cowboys. So we got a chance to spend two amazing days with the students. And we got a chance to hear the sister speak. We hit it off. And we've been been talking communicating ever since and one of the things i found interesting about your background you didn't really work in sports prior to the wings how did that even happen 
I'm literally a rookie. So our last game is Sunday, first season wrapping up. I can't use rookie that much longer, but I'm going to use it until I can anymore. But yeah, actually, COVID has attacked us in so many different ways. And for me, I was laid off from the Dallas Regional Chamber last May because of COVID. And uh, I was doing professional development and people were not interested in being developed professionally. We were trying to fight the pandemic. And so in that time, it gave me really opportunity to reflect, to see what is it that I really want to do in this next journey, right? So my background is actually social work. My degrees are in social work and uh, my master's degree is social work administrative leadership. So really wanting to merge my passion to give back and to help into something really cool and fun. And so obviously I'm a fan of sports. There was an opportunity that the Dallas Wings saw to really increase their philanthropic footprint. And so we just mesh both of the best of both worlds. I'm just I'm just digging this logo. <laughs> this is so dope right here. So so tell me how how does a person that works in social work and it seems like your position is sole responsibility but it's, it's social social like so tell us how your how did this prepare you for your job that you have now yeah well honestly we're just really there to improve the quality of life for people so that's mm -hmm. across industries that's across uh, social issues and so in social work I've been able to do that addressing mental health homelessness at risk youth but when I look at the WNBA and I say this with great confidence and recently actually got some statistics on it the most progressive league among sports I mean our players are out at the forefront frankly with the most to lose using their platform and their voices and so I was inspired and empowered by that but using what I've done in social work and frankly nonprofit management to bring that to sports when they have this amazing platform, I always say my job is to promote champions and change agents. And again, we're going to talk about our friend Arike Ngubwali. Just in July, she was out at All Star. She also was our MVP yes. for the All Stars. But right before that game, the day before the game, she was out serving those that were in need of food in Las Vegas. And so then she came back. Dick's Foundation gave out equipment to young girls in need. And so nominated her for the WNBA Community Assist Award, which is sponsored by State Forum. And I'm so happy to share that she won and on Sunday we'll be providing her with a trophy a trophy and five thousand dollars to the uh, charity of her choice and so being able to do that she is a champion and now uh, she's finding her lane as a change agent and I'm just really excited to be a small part of that yeah so how often do you go out to in the community with the players what is that like on a daily basis or a weekly basis yeah so in my role I'm actually responsible for all of their community appearances because of COVID we've done mostly virtual events of course we try to be safe and so we're not able to have all of our players at one time out in the community because just God forbid anyone contracts COVID, we, we don't have a team, right? Mm -hmm. So we've done a lot of virtual outreach, which has really been great because we've been able to reach young people that are not here in market, but that love our players. And so we've been really intentional about finding out what the players are passionate about, what the issues are, and addressing those hand head on in real time. Mm -hmm. Now, see, everyone may, may not be familiar with Enrique, but if, if you follow college basketball, women's college basketball, as I do, and uh, I was there when she hit the two shots for the semifinals and finals to win the NCAA championship. No one in the history of college basketball has done that, men or women. Obviously, if this was a man, yes, I'm saying if it was a man, they'd have a statue probably by now. 
okay? And so she's been my favorite player, not because she hit those shots, but because of the way she plays the game and her infectious smiles and always, always, always represents her country. I just, I love, I love her. And I'm looking forward to meeting her one day. And I'm glad that she, she got this award and deserving of so on the cover of Slam magazine. This is a big honor. You don't usually see no. women on the cover of Slam. This is a big deal. And I remember the very first game that, that they played during the season. You and I were talking. I think they were double overtime game. Yeah. Double overtime <laughs> game. Back to back double overtime yeah. games, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were talking about the WNBA and. It was funny because even though you're a sports fan, you're like, I'm telling you about certain players. You're like, wow, that's pretty fascinating. And I'm like, wow, this is like, it's like talking to a person that's now discovered something for the first time. And what I love about you is that most people have a job and they're just happy to be at the job and, and they get the job to collect the paycheck. You're excited about working for, for, for the Wings. Absolutely. Again, these young players, our youngest player is 20. I think our oldest is 27. And so they're a lot younger than I am. And so they, you know, and they're a lot taller than me. So I'm like their <laughs> little big sister. But uh, mm-hmm. truly inspired. You know, I, I talked a lot about Arike, but we have also Satu, who is, this is only her second season, and she's on the league social justice committee because mm-hmm. she's so passionate about social justice issues. We have KT, Kayla Thornton, who's on our Players Association. So she's representing one of one of the players that are representing all of the players of the entire league. So these young ladies are saying, listen, these are issues that need to be addressed. We're going to address it. And they're challenging the status quo. I'm inspired by that. So every day I'm there to find out how I can make their jobs easier while they're doing the hard work in the paint because y'all don't want to see me on the court. <laughs> so I'm there to help them figure out what is their lane outside of the court and use their brain for good and thankfully they make my job easy because all of them have their passion areas and all of them are doing great work off the court. Now do you do a lot of work with, with are you working with a lot of partners as part of partnership marketing because I know that you're doing something special right now with the YMC and our good friend Keith Vincent was just here uh, earlier doing the show. Tell us about the relationship you have with, with the YMCA and also uh, with Alicia Gray. She's doing something really special. Tell us a little, bit, a little bit about that. Yeah so we have our corporate partnerships and a lot of those do have community elements but mm-hmm. as you mentioned I'm also the executive director for the Dallas Swings Community Foundation. I like to share that I'm the inaugural executive director which means I founded the foundation and it launched March 1st of this year. So mm-hmm. while we've always done great things in the community I saw a need for us to really increase our philanthropic efforts and become a 501c3 and partner with other nonprofits. We can't do the work every day but we know that they're doing amazing work just as YMCA so we're identifying those nonprofits that are doing the work that we can collaborate with. So speaking of Keith, he and I actually connected on LinkedIn. I'm from South Oak Cliff. He's doing a lot of great work in a lot of those urban communities. And so Alicia Gray, our gold medalist, shout out to her, a gold medalist, but she uh, loves gaming. She's, if you've met her, very meek, very quiet, but a beast on the court, but loves gaming. And so when we shared with her that in urban communities, there are not a lot of girls of color that are into gaming and they don't know that this is a thing. And so Alicia's like, well, what can I do? They're going to have a tournament this weekend, and Alicia Gray, gold medal Alicia, is going to play the winner of that. But she's also going to help them with some promotion to get young girls interested in gaming. And so we're super excited about that and happy to have someone who, who just came home and uh, with the gold medal to really uh, just give back to the community. So that's exciting. So we have that, and then we're always looking at community partners that, again, are doing the work every day that we are passionate about. Our foundation, our pillars are women and girls, social justice, which I cannot overexpress is super important to the team and to the league, youth sports, health and wellness, and lastly, but 
equally important education. So we find organizations that are doing that work every day and then identify our players that are passionate about those areas and give them an opportunity to give back. Wow. So so what when you decided to go about connecting with the community, how did, how did you form those relationships? Was a lot of those relationships there from the chamber, your chamber days, or did you have to re, re, kind of just regroup and create new relationships? What's, what was, what's that process been like for you? Yeah, well, that's when I, I never took off my social work hat. So I've been in the community. I'm from Dallas. I'm from South Oak Cliff. So I've benefited from those resources as a young child. And so I've always remained connected. And yes, at the Dallas Regional Chamber, every major corporation every major uh, nonprofit and every sports team, they're members of the chamber. So thankfully I was able to take those relationships. But more than anything, it's about me being in the community and having my ear to the ground and staying connected and then providing that information and awareness to our players and to our team. Wow. Well, I'm just, again, I'm just blown away by the, the work that you've done in a short period of time. When I met you, you were st- still trying to get it together. And now I look at you. Eyes wide open. Yeah, and now it's like you're, you're just beaming. You know, when I first met you, you were beaming, but now you're like, it's just your aura. Just connecting the dots. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. connecting the dots. Yeah, it's like The Last Dragon with Tymac. Remember Bruce Leroy? And he's throwing at the dark. Am I, am I showing my age? Yes, I don't care. It's all good. People are like, what is he talking about? Last Dragon? Google it, okay? How about that? All right. So you're listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass podcast on MAP Esports Network, powered by Innovation Media Enterprises. Aaron and Sia, thank you so much. Get well soon, my friends. My man Gage, thank you for being on the wheels of steel and making me sound so good. And we've got to also shout out my man Jacob Miles for our fe- our fearless and brilliant CEO for making this happen at MAP Esports. And we're here talking to LaDondra Wilson, the Vice President of Social Responsibility and Executive Director of the Dallas Wings of the WNBA Community Foundation. We're just talking so much about all the wonderful things that the Dallas Wings are doing doing but i got a question for you and i hope you th- you thought about this we talked about it a little <laughs> bit when i walked in here this is the a esports you know podcast but i like to talk to people in the community and talk to people about what they're doing what were you doing when you were a child? Did you play video games at all? You know, listen, so my siblings and I are so far apart in age. My sister and I are 16 years apart, so I feel almost like an only child. So I was stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you go out and you actually played outside, which was oh, really yeah. cool. Y'all, but, y'all playing outside. <laughs> but when the street lights came on and I had to be inside, then yes, I had a little game time. So I believe my introduction to gaming would have been probably the Super Nintendo, and of course I was all about the Mario stuff. But then the Sega Genesis, that's when Sonic the Hedgehog, I was all about that as well. So yeah, look, you know, after homework, before it was too late to go, you know, when it was too late to be outside, I would come in and get a little gaming in. Okay, do you still play? You I, I do not. You do not play? I do not have time. Not play. I do not have, I, I no. I'm laughing because I also have special guests inside the city. You can't see them yet. I'm my man, Scotty Rogers. I love my man, Scotty. I've known Scotty for years. One of the top communications experts in the world. He's here from the Cotton Bowl. He's going to be talking to us soon. I'm looking at his face like, do you play video games? He's looking like, I don't play nothing. Don't you ask me I that question. I don't have time. <laughs> and I, you know, well, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, this thing right here is is uh, this thing does it all because back in the day, all we had was the rotary phone <laughs> and the phone booth. Remember the phone booth? Oh yeah. Had put quarters in that joint. Yeah. To talk to somebody. Well, I'm curious to know as you think about doing all the things with community service and the city of Dallas. Have you thought about? Because I know that some of your players are playing esports and video games is very important in this society now. The city of Dallas is like the Silicon Valley for esports. What other things are you doing within the community around the gaming industry? Are, are you not wrap your hands around that piece of it yet, or are you just going by player by player? Yeah, I think that, again, we look at what the players are passionate and what they're interested in, and mm-hmm. so we don't want to leave any player out. So when mm-hmm. I 
learned that Alicia, she's not the one that's going to be in front of the mic. I mean, she absolutely has had to because of uh, winning the medal. But what I find that, you know, what are you most passionate about? What is it that I don't have to convince you to do? Mm -hmm. And for her, it's gaming. So I think now we do have a space. Prior to her, there were players that obviously play games, but they're like she enjoys playing games. Mm -hmm. Our owner, our president and CEO, he laughs because he says that his children, his son specifically, talks to Alicia more than he does because they're on Twitch playing the game. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I find something that they're that committed to, that they can do just as much as they do basketball, then that's something we need to hone in on. And now that we know that there is a need in an underserved community, I think it's something that we do a lot more of in the future. So tell me about this as far as opportunities for young people, college students, high school, but particularly college students. Of course, shameless plug to my students at Jarvis Christian College in Hawkins, Texas. What? How how do you integrate getting young people in, at the university level involved with the Dallas Wings in terms of opportunity, whether it's internship shadowing opportunities, will those opportunities be available? What, what does that look like? Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, both. I think it's of outreach. So just this week we did an HBCU virtual job fair. So again, when we talk about social justice, social justice, we're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we know sometimes those students don't have the resources and probably are never thinking about working for a professional mm -hmm. sports team. And so our friends at American Airlines sponsored that and we were able to provide some education and opportunities about working in sports and then also with American Airlines and other major corporations. But things that again, wanting to be boots on the ground. September 28th is National Voter Registration Day. We're going to be at the University of Texas Arlington, which is where our arena and our home field is, our home court is, uh, to register students to vote. Freshmen are coming in, they may not be registered to vote. So we're going to always connect to that generation that we think may otherwise, I mean they may and I'd be W fans. The W has been around for about 25 years. And so some of them may really not remember the start of the W. So we're going to always integrate them. We also, uh, speaking of HBCUs, Paul Quinn is right in our backyard. So we've partnered with them from Juneteenth. We started a relationship with them and we're continuing that. So we know that it's uh, an untapped fan base that we feel like, one, we want to provide resources, but then we also want to connect with them in social issues as well. See, well, we're we're a couple hours, like two hours up the road somewhere <laughs> in Hawkins, but we're here. Yeah, Paul we want to hang out with Jarvis. Yeah, we we gotta yeah we gotta bring Jarvis down and spend some time with you. Now during the off season, that once you the playoffs are over with and you win your WNBA championship this yes. year, what what is it? What does the summer look like for you? Is it is it still is it all work throughout the whole year? Oh, Do you take sure. off? What what's it like? For you? Yeah, so uh, you alluded to it in my title. Uh, I'm also the vice president of social responsibility for the Panther City Lacrosse Club, which is. Fort Worth's first professional sports team. Mm. We'll play our inaugural game on December the 10th. Wow. So there are no days off. We are currently working on the, being in the community there in Fort Worth, uh, literally at the same time as we have our season with the Wings. Uh, so we will also have a foundation for Panther City as well. So we will be doing that. I will be doing that. But uh, again, the social issues don't stop when the last buzzer uh, rings. So we will have most of our players go overseas, frankly, literally at the end of the buzzer and within 48 hours there all over the globe. But for those that stay here, we'll be able to continue to engage them. But we also, again, that's why we created the foundation so we can continue our philanthropic work even when we don't have players. So now we're planning year ahead to find out what are those ways we can plug in when we don't have players and so we'll continue to be in the community. So talk a little bit about the Panther City Lacrosse Club. You, you just said that we, we're getting ready to have a, a professional 
lacrosse team in Dallas? Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Fort Worth's first professional sports team. So this is, so what, how, what is their season like? How many games do they play? They start in December, and frankly, they will actually end right up to when we start the W again. Wow. Yeah, we, there may actually be a couple of overlapping games depending on how well they do. Is it indoors or outdoors? Uh, it is box lacrosse, which is indoors. So think of hockey mm-hmm. and lacrosse. So like all oh of the like oh kind of fighting, oh. that's off the rise, uh, fast-paced, high-scoring, all the things. Now, listen, I'm from the hood. We did not have lacrosse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We wasn't playing lacrosse yeah. like that. But I'm happy to say this year, it, as far as our community engagement opportunities, one of our things is youth sports and providing access. So mm-hmm. if a young black girl like me from Oak Cliff had never heard of it, how many others had? But I was pleasantly surprised to learn Bridge Lacrosse, which is Oak Cliff-based uh, nonprofit from kindergarten to 12, have lacrosse teams, co-ed, girls what? and boys. Bridge Lacrosse won the state championship one week after we were there. Now, it wasn't because we were there. We just went to go hang out and do some coaches clinic. The kids were already dope. Won the state championship. Black and brown kids. Mm, Wow. So they'll be at our first game. Shout out to Bridge Lacrosse. They're great. Uh, David Higby is over there. But what we learned, and and I talked about this with our general manager, youth of color that are athletes, they usually, you see, you know, they're doing track, baseball. I mean, when these kids get a ball in their hand, they have the speed, they have the agility, uh, transfer skills so we've gone to other schools that have never heard of lacrosse like myself and they've taught them shown them a couple of drills and within 30 minutes these kids are like rocking and he's like what I'm like yeah that's black girl magic black boy joy we're doing the thing so we're super excited to provide that to other uh, communities that again have not heard it and to get those kids in Fort Worth to see the game live wow you said a lot there black girl magic black boy joy wow I had to I had to say it slowly because I let it resonate, <laughs> and and it's it's amazing because um, I grew up in the suburbs in New Jersey, so obviously I, I'm very familiar with lacrosse, but you don't see that many people of color playing the sport. Even though there are a lot of the, a lot of the players that do play are of color, they have been phenomenal players. So let's talk. Let's kind of pivot with that with the lacrosse and and esports because there's not a lot of people of color that are represented in terms of the. Um, the the job opportunities in mm-hmm. these sports. Same thing with lacrosse. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think it's going to take to create you know pathways for people of color, especially with Dallas being the Silicon Valley of these sports and mm-hmm. the nation? What do you think it's going to take for more women, uh, more people of color to get uh, connected to that space? Yeah, I think mostly it's exposure. They have, you know, they don't know if they can't see it, right? Yeah. And so for us and what I've done on the wing side, and we'll do this with Panther City, is getting those young kids and those people of color and marginalized communities at the game. They have to see the product. They have mm-hmm. to see it to believe it. And then from there is providing education and then mm-hmm. providing opportunities. So we also plan to do what we'll call Stick for Kids, and we'll go into uh, schools and we'll make sure that they have the actual equipment. It's one thing to come and show them and tell them what it is is and then bounce and they never have the opportunity to actually play mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's interesting uh, my our good friend over here from Taiwan she lived in Australia so when you're talking about lacrosse being like a combination between hockey and lacrosse indoors she loves Australian football so I, I'm sure you'd be excited <laughs> about that seeing people knock each other out right so but in esports we don't do that you know there's no violent games in esports uh, <laughs> so I just want to remind everyone again we're listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass podcast on the MAP Esports Network powered by Innovation Media Enterprises Aaron and Sia get better soon 
Gage. Thank you, my man. Thank you, my brother. We're t- over here talking to my dear friend, LaDondra Wilson from Oak Cliff, the Vice President of Social Responsibility and Executive Director of the Dallas Wings Community Foundation. And we're talking about so many wonderful things. So if someone wanted to get in contact with you, how would they get in contact with you? Listen, I professionally stalk people on LinkedIn all the time. <laughs> so hit me up on LinkedIn. Professionally stalking. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if I recommend that part. No, no, that's it's funny. a thing. It's funny, though. It's a thing. It's a T- thing. Tell us about the thing. L- listen. The way I got this job was actually not because it was someone that I already knew. Right. Now it was uh, networking and we're all like connected at some point. We just don't know it, right? But the young lady that my boss, my, my role was developed. It's a new role. The Wings never had this. So my boss reached out to someone that he knew he had worked with previously that worked in the DEI space and, you know, told her, hey, we're creating this role. Won't you come work with us? And she's like, I'm not there anymore. I'm in D.C. and I'm not coming back. So he told her to reach out to her networks. Her and I had never met a couple of people that she's done leadership programs with. And I've done a million. Uh, a few different people gave her my name. So mm-hmm. sister went straight to LinkedIn to like make sure I'm legit. All the stuff people are telling them is this real. So if I didn't, if my LinkedIn wasn't popping, I probably wouldn't have got the call from her. And then me and her talked. She's like. I'm going to recommend you. Never met her. Still never met her. I need to meet her. But um, that that happened because, again, I'm on LinkedIn, always sharing what I'm doing. Not just what I'm doing, but what other amazing people are doing. And so from that, in the short time in the sports community, every again, I'm amazed and amused with the stuff that I get to do that's, like, super fun. Super busy, sometimes overwhelming. but it's And so I'm always sharing that on LinkedIn. And so from that, I've been able to convert new W fans, new Wings fans, new LaDondra fans. So that's kind of cool. But I'm looking at your post right now. I'm looking at So you got the Slam magazine up here. I'm looking to see if you actually promoted you in the top 40 and Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, you did for good. Sure. I'm for like, sure. if you didn't, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna promote it. Oh no, no, that's okay. dope. Like you don't. I'm just gonna be real. You don't see any black girls on the cover in Dallas Business Journal often. Oh. Not from sports and not from South Oak Cliff. That's just the real tea. So that's super exciting. So yes, that is on uh, my LinkedIn. But no, LinkedIn hit me up. Inbox sometimes is a little crazy, but I do respond via LinkedIn. She's got a lot of followers, so you make sure you hit her up. And so it's kind of crazy. It is crazy. See, it's but, actually been kind of turned into like a little dating site. I went in there woo! one day and it was like, "Hey, hey!" I was like, "This is not what this is for." It's for so, anything you want it to be. That's friend. not true. Okay. That's not anything true. you want it to be, like Visa, right? No, no <laughs> those seriously. messages are unanswered. Seriously, do not hit her up if you're trying to go out with the sister. If you want to get to know her, you unless, unless you are her great candidate. And let's, oh, so, oh, so we changed the game. Now we turn this into a dating site here on LinkedIn, okay? It's selective. Selective, okay? So let me tell you something. Before you hit my sister, I'm going to check you out, okay? Thank you, brother. Okay? Thank you. Thank because you. I, my, my LinkedIn is, you know, you know what I'm saying. But I, I'm going to make sure that you are legit and you're Please. not hollering at my sister if you're not on point. The sister is on point. She's doing her thing. VP of Social Responsibility, Executive Director of Dallas Wings, Community Foundation. You cannot come at her halfway, my friend. Thank okay. you. You cannot. You cannot. You got to be dope. <laughs> like your boy. Dope. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, it's been amazing talking to you. We have got to come down to, I don't know, just, just for a whole day. Spend yeah. what shadow you. Can our, can our young girls from, 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 from Jarvis Christian... We could do a couple at a time. You know, it's still COVID out here. So we got so like five at a time, three at a time, <laughs> two. two at a time. Oh, she said two. I was, you saw I put the number five. You said no, three. She said no, two. So we're going to have two lucky young ladies from Jarvis Christian College to come down and spend a day with my dear friend here. Um, and then also look at the lacrosse too, as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
that's going to be dope. I'm going to be learning so y'all can come learn with me. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to start on December. December 10th is our first game at Dickey's Arena. That's in Fort Worth. That's comparable to American Airlines. So we're Mavs playing over there. We're going to have that many people in Dickey's Arena on December the 10th watching the Panther City Lacrosse what is Club. Seat? How many does it seat there? I believe it is close to 10,000. Wow. Yeah. And you're expecting that many? Yes. Wow. Because y'all are going to be there. Oh, so you, you heard that. Okay, so we're promoting that as well. So, again, you know how to contact my girl here on uh, LinkedIn. And if you don't know how to spell her name, it's L-A-D-O-N-D-R-A Wilson. Let me say that again to all the people that don't speak as fast as me because I'm from Jersey. L-A-D-O-N-D-R-A Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N. Check her out. Request her. Be careful what you say to her in your inbox. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're looking fly, if you're looking fly and you dope and you you on point, then maybe, maybe a little something, something. So again, thank you so much, Adonja, for coming out today. I had a great time with you. You got to come back again. You have a good we'll time love today. Love to. Oh yeah, this was fun. Easy breezy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Shout out to the Dallas Swings. Wish us luck. Sunday is our last game. They don't need luck. They're gonna be fun. Listen, we we want all the prayers and the good vibes. We're currently number eight seed but we have the opportunity to move up to number seven but we clinched the playoffs so it's going down we hope to be in chicago on thursday and i'll be there with the ladies yeah once and once that once they win and they come back here then i will be at the next dallas game uh, again thank you so much for coming this is an amazing day again when we do this podcast you know i don't know how other people do their podcast but i i try to keep it funky and fresh you know what i'm saying I love the people that I interview. I interview people that I know. And if I don't know them, they're going to know me and they're going to feel me. We don't have to always be so serious all the time. Sometimes you got to just let your hair down. I don't have them a chair, but, you know, <laughs> black man, you know, we can't take our hats off if we don't get out, you know, we don't get, you know, the, the, the fade, you know what I'm saying? So people don't, people know that I don't got my fade done, so I can't, I got to wear the hat. That's why I'm rocking <laughs> it. Got to get my hair cut tomorrow, you know what I mean? So anyway, thank you again for listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass Podcast on the MAP Esports Network, powered by Innovation Media Enterprises. Aaron and Sia get well soon, my dear friends, my producers, and my man Gage on the wheels of steel. Again, Jacob Miles, thank you for this wonderful opportunity. And remember, my friends, you can... Remember, you can't control anybody else. You can't control anybody, okay? This right here is going to save lives, okay? And remember, you can control three things. What you think, what you do, and what you say. Yeah, what you think, what you do, and what you say. I was going to do that. Say what? Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> what you think, what you do, and what you say. We're out of here. Peace. Thanks for listening to Dr. Mark's Masterclass. I pray you enjoyed yourself today. I had a good time. I don't know about you, but this podcast is part of the Esports Futurewide Podcast Network and is produced by Innovation Media Enterprises. Please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast channel and let us know how we're doing by leaving a comment or a review. Class dismissed. Class dismissed.